Welcome to the Soulish Podcast. My name is Whitney Apke, and I have a very special guest, Yasmin Elsmore, one of my besties. <laughs> I love we, you. Um, I love you too. Um, we uh, just were talking, what was it last week? We were talking, and um, so a week from this recording, we were talking, and we just really felt it on our hearts to have this conversation about stepping into your inner power and trusting your inner power and intuition and following that that inner guidance system and because life throws at you all sorts of things and everyone's telling you how you should feel what you should think um, what you should do how you should speak what you should speak and so we have all of these influences whether you know subliminal or outright direction of what to do and so we really had it on our hearts to have this chat because it goes into everything of who we are and how we live our lives and the choices that we make and it's not only so important for us during our spiritual journeys and awakenings but it's also so important with just life in general and like the choices that we make in relationships friendships right career um, how we live our lives, the, how we live our days, how do you wake up, how do you go to sleep, you know, all of those things are dictated, right, Yaz, by right. your inner guidance system, so. 100%, <laughs> Ooh, I love that, I'm so excited. Was that like a good that. intro? <laughs> that was an amazing <laughs> intro, I was like, yes, girl, <laughs> step into that power. <laughs> I am. <laughs> yeah, you are, oh my god, I love you, <laughs> thank you for that intro, love, that was amazing. And, you know, at, at the part where you said nowadays, there's just so much information out there and there is so many resources that it could be so overwhelming of like, what the heck do I even do? Which way do I go? What's best for yeah. me? And your own, the own, your voice of your own intuition could get so drowned out yeah. in the voices of other people and other leaders yeah. and coaches. And yeah, it, like, I think that that's such an important point because social media is such a big influence nowadays. And mm -hmm. with that comes, you know, that responsibility of setting boundaries around the information that we're constantly consuming 24 seven. Yes. Yeah. It's a big deal because there is a lot of positive information out there and right. positive guidance, but yeah. still, I think what the key is, is instead of looking outside of yourself Right. for that direction, you should be looking inside. And then anything that you see that confirms that or affirms what you've already heard, that's, that's what that's meant for. It's not meant to be the way that you are guided. It's meant to be affirming of what you've already confirmed within yourself. And I think that's the huge, that's the huge point to that. Totally. Oh my God. I love that. It's so true. And you know, I even find myself and I'm like scrolling on Instagram and I'm like, Oh my God, there's just so much, so much goodness. There's so much good information. But then I, I tune in to like, what, what do I need right now? Like, is this something that resonates? And if it doesn't, that's okay too. It doesn't mean it's wrong. It just means it's not for me. So like right. you said, it's really important to um, decipher what's what and what, what's best for you and what feels right to you. And that's really like the most powerful thing you can do for yourself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think sure. people might be even asking like, what's the big deal? Right. Like, why does it matter? And what does it impact if you take outside sources as your guidance? Right. I think there is a healthy balance with that of yeah. maybe something standing out to you and you going, oh my gosh. And, but the, the ticket as well to that and the point is for it to turn something on maybe that you were tuned out of. Yeah. And so then that awakens the inner voice and you're going, oh my gosh, I so resonate with that. Yeah. Like I want to go in that direction. But the dependency on anything else outside of yourself, anything external, right? Is that then you are following everyone else's voice except for your own. Exactly, exactly. And that's where the issue lies because now we're just, we're stepping outside of ourselves and we are, like you said, becoming dependent on other people knowing what's best for us and our bodies mm -hmm. and our minds and our emotions. Yeah. And we're not really addressing like, well, is this actually what I need to do? You yeah. know, or am I just listening and like having someone lead and it doesn't matter what they're saying, but having someone lead and tell me what to do with my body or my situation that I'm currently going through. So yep, it's so important. I 
I think ultimately, right, when you, when you take other voices and you, you actually turn your own voice off or you ignore it because you hear something else or you see someone else doing something that is attractive or looks great or looks like it makes them happy, then that's a big one, right? Following everyone else's happiness. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Winston hair in my lip. Um, I'm always good for that, aren't I? <laughs> um, I think that <laughs> I love it. I love you so much. I love I'm just, I'm just real. The Soulish community already knows I'm quirky. <laughs> I'm like feeling this, like <laughs> move across my lip, and I'm like, I can't do this anymore. I have to get it. <laughs> but I love you. I was just like, what's going on? Like, <laughs> I promise I don't have a mustache. <laughs> not growing something. I kissed Winston before this, uh, before we started recording. I, I was, I'm like, I was shoot. there and I saw that. <laughs> Witness. <laughs> so I think too, that part of like tuning out or ignoring and following outside whether positive or negatively beneficial to you, not beneficial to you, um, is that you step outside of alignment with what you're meant to do and what you're meant to live and how you're meant to live and your purpose. And we all came here for a reason. We didn't just poof, here we are, um, come out of a womb and that's, that's it. Just exist on this planet. Like you have a purpose. There's a reason why you incarnated in this time. Like, like it's so specific. Like you chose your birthday. The Mm -hmm. birthday didn't choose you. You chose your birthday. So exactly. You chose all your planetary alignments, your human design, right? Everything. Right. And And it's all aligns, which is so crazy. Yes. And it all aligns. And the Solish community knows, because we've gone through human design very lightly. We still need to get into that more um, peeps. So we will tune in, (laughs) but because human design is awesome, but also astrology. Right. And so it's, it's all of these tools that we are finding and discovering that affirms our makeup and how we're designed and how we chose to be designed for living our purpose and enjoying life. And so I think that's why it's so important to tune in because we're also spiritual beings having a temporary human experience. Absolutely. Absolutely. And yeah. like you, I love what you said about like our soul's plan, you know, and everyone's soul's plan is different. You know, we can't look at someone else and be like, oh, that that's making them happy. It's, it must make me happy too. Maybe that's not your soul's plan, you know? And like, I think that's when our ego likes to get involved and it's like, oh, but if it's working for that person and if that person's doing it, then it must be for me as well. And that's when human design plays in, which, you know, mm-hmm. I know the community will definitely learn more about that, but oh, yeah knowing your own energy type, knowing how you work specifically and like how you feel about certain things and what you enjoy doing, how you eat, how you digest food, like your best working hours during the day. Everyone is so different and everyone is so unique in their own way of how they choose to step into their own power, you know? So that's, I think that's so special. Yeah. That's totally a journey. And it's an ongoing one that we continue to unravel layers and layers and layers. There's no end point there's no point where we could say like I'm done unraveling you know I'm done doing this it's like we continuously go through that and every cycle is going to look different you know every single cycle like some cycles you got to go inward and it's going to suck sitting with yourself and sitting with your emotions and some you're going to go outward and you're going to like grow and you're going to do all these incredible things and it's just like this this like idea this vision of you know expansion and contraction expansion and contraction that's really what it is so I mean, I love what you said about that and how important it is to follow that, to follow our individual path, because like, there's nothing more magical than, than actually doing that. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of times I've felt very critical of myself in yeah. my journey and have felt like a late bloomer in, in so many ways, I was an early bloomer, but in other ways, <laughs> in other ways, I was a late bloomer and, right. and I felt like um, even, even with podcasting, I mean, to be really honest, it, the community owes the honesty. So even with starting the podcast, I was like, 
fuck, why didn't I start this years ago? Like I had all of these things going on and, and all of these thoughts and, and wanted to explore all these things years ago. And like, now's the time when I start this, like, I literally have to have like a beam from heaven to like, (laughs) to start this, like, fuck me, man. Like, why didn't I start this before? Like, because now podcasting is so big. Like there's everyone podcast has a podcast. It's true. It's so true. I was thinking about that earlier. I'm like, everyone and their mothers have a podcast. <laughs> Grandmother has a podcast. But I think I think that like when you're so critical over everything, just even um for me, my my ebb and flow through religion and spirituality and trying to find myself and and my Saturn return. Uh oh. Oh. really like <laughs> I know, painful, right? You, you hit a trigger point. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Oops. Sorry. Authenticity. You're, you said Saturn return. I said, whoa. <laughs> it was like a whoosh. <laughs> what Winston does. What? Yeah. <laughs> I, oh my I God. Just, yeah. Talk about I mean, cycles of life. <laughs> God, like Saturn return. That's where I figured out, like, what do I really feel is right and wrong? Like I came to that point and that is part of stepping in to your power. That is part of you stepping into your intuition and honoring it and trusting it. Like for me, I had such fear of like, oh my God, you have sex outside of marriage. Like you're doomed. You, I had a pastor tell me you will lose your anointing. You will not be as good of a worship leader as anointed, like as impactful if you lose your virginity. So I mean, it was right. like, whoa, like that hit me like a freight train. Cause I'm like, oh yeah, but what if like, so what happens if I'm taken advantage of? Yeah. So am I going to lose my anointing then? Or does it stick? <laughs> you yeah. know, like exactly. what is, what, where does this end? Right. Because right. in religion, it's so black and white yeah. and right and wrong. It's so rigid. Um, yeah. It's very so rigid. rigid, very like black and white. And there is some great parts, but, right. but ultimately, I mean, just depending on your denomination, your religion type, what sect, right. There's so many right. different layers of that. And, and so I know that just from coming from a religion, um, that did have that element of right and wrong and, uh, was very black and white and growing up in that, I can relate to people who have legitimate fear of trusting their intuition. Cause you're actually, you grow wow. up saying that your intuition is wrong and that we know what's right. And what you feel right now is wrong. So 100%. it, it dictates to you and it teaches you what is right. And that's actually in the Bible, teach your children in the way that is right. And right. they will not, you know, they will not stray. And there's a lot of, um, goodness in that of, of right. teaching your kids values of what to value, valuing life, valuing love, right? Like those things for sure. But religion takes that to like the nth degree. Right. And it becomes not beneficial I agree. because ultimately we should trust what we feel absolutely and navigate oh my gosh I love that I love that especially like when it comes to sex for example you know what I mean it's like knowing what your body needs and you know who to have that experience with and stuff like that it's like nobody knows but you at the end of the day you know nobody right. knows but what you need to do with your own body who you gotta sleep with who you don't have to sleep with you know so it's like it really does come down to you so when these things are so black or white and so rigid we completely disconnect from our desires and our body. And then we mm-hmm. don't know whether or not, like, am I compatible with this person? Like, we don't know what it even, what you can't even, even think like that. No, <laughs> you can't <laughs> even think, am I compatible at this oh point? Cause you're like, it's just not possible. Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. And it just keeps you in this box, you know? And as you get older, like, yeah, you, the, the whole idea of like the late bloomer, like, yeah. Cause you're like, I don't know who I even am. Cause I never got the chance to explore myself because I was so boxed in. And I like, you know, for me, I, I also grew up in a religious household, you know? So for me, it was just like, you know, especially with the side of Christianity, cause my mom's uh, dad was a priest and he mm-hmm. worked in the church. Like, like my mom grew up around that, you know, but she started to unravel a lot, which helped me as I was younger, you know, as, as I was yeah. growing up, it helped me understand myself and it helped me kind of step away from religion and find myself in a way of like, what fits right for me, (laughs) you know, regardless of what religion says. 
and I can pick and choose what, what sits with me with religion and spirituality. You know, for me, it's like, it's like a buffet, you know what I mean? It's like, I could sit there and be like, Oh, I like this or no, that doesn't resonate or yeah, that's for me or nope, that's not for me. That ideology is not for me, you know? So it really comes down to you picking and choosing what feels right to you. And everyone is different. No one can tell you otherwise because we all come from different backgrounds, cultures, ideologies, yep. you know, like yep. belief systems, like everything is so different. So, you know, tuning in is so important. And like actually physically knowing your body is so, so important when it comes to trusting your intuition as well. Mm-hmm. And I think too, it's totally fine to ebb and flow. Like you may yeah. not align with something now, but years later or months later, it all of a sudden may align with you. And so yeah. I think too, that, that, that's the grace that we have to give ourselves in the journey. Like I've made mistakes in, in following my intuition and, and realize later, like, ah, like, yeah, that wasn't, that didn't feel right. too good. Like I can yeah. tell that didn't fully benefit me, but in the moment I felt like it did, but I right. can see why now I'm starting to feel you know, some sort of way about it, or just that it, it didn't like in, in the end, I didn't gain much from it. Like right. it didn't move me forward. It made right. me feel good in that moment. And I right. felt, I felt like I was doing what I needed to do and stepping into my power. Right. But right. then later I realized, ah, it didn't really move me forward. It just kind of made yeah. me stay in that, in that space. In that so space, right. And sometimes that's fine. Like not everything has to be a gain. Sometimes things just need to happen to experience. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes your soul has a specific lesson that it needs you to learn. And it like tells you, you know, it's like, I always tell people like, there's no right or wrong decision. It just is a decision that your soul wants to take because either way you're going to learn a lesson. (laughs) So pick your lesson, (laughs) pick the lesson from the the menu. Pick the lesson from the menu that the universe has for you, basically, you know, so it really does come down to that. And we get paralyzed in the face of making a decision sometimes. And I know that this is so like, this happens to me 24 seven. It's like, I don't know which way to go. I don't know what decision to choose. But at the end of the day, we need to remind ourselves that whichever decision we decide to take, whichever path we decide to go, that path is going to teach us something. And it might be the harder path that we decide to take or the more, you know, challenging, the more, <laughs> the more, the, the, the tougher side, but at, it's still teaching us something. It's still going to lead us in the direction that we're meant to go on. So, you know, it's going it, to, it's two merging paths and it's going to get to that same end point somehow, you know, mm-hmm. so that's how I see it. And, you know, it's just important to make the decision based off of what you feel is right for you in the moment, yeah. you know, and sometimes Sometimes you might pick incorrectly and later on you realize like, damn, why did I pick that guy? And I didn't pick the other one. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like, well, you had to learn something. So, you know, it really does come down to that sometimes. Yeah. I think probably a hard question to ask, and I'll just ask you, Yeah, is how can you tell the difference between being triggered and something being the wrong decision and being like an authentic Mm. alarm? Mm, that's a good one. That's a good <laughs> one. That's a hard one. But yeah, because that really requires you to like really sit with yourself and sit with like your thoughts. How do you do that? To get comfortable. I know, right? To get comfortable with like who you are at the end of the day and how you process things. I think that that's like probably the first step. And that's a process, of course. And it's like, again, we never get to a point where I know 100% everything I need to know about myself because we're constantly evolving and the right. way we decide, the way we pick and choose is, it becomes different as time goes on, as we get older. Um, yeah. But for me, it's like, you know, for me, it's kind of like, what, what are your shadows? You know, it comes down to the shadow work. You know, what are your shadows? What are your triggers? What are your childhood wounds? Like, what do you feel triggers your ego versus what wasn't necessarily triggering to your ego, but kind of shook up your soul? Mm -hmm. and it's like there's Mm -hmm. a little bit of a difference there and that's how I see it that's how I pictured it's like well you know this didn't necessarily this specific relationship or situation didn't necessarily trigger me but I knew it was a lesson because it kind of pushed my soul to to evolve to move Mm -hmm. to, to to get past this obstacle this challenge this karmic bond that I was having with this person or is it just like are you is your ego just reacting rather than responding, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I think it comes down to getting comfortable with 
knowing your wounds and coming down to like what actually triggers me, what actually pisses me off versus what are some things that I know for a fact is just like a soul lesson on a deeper mm-hmm. level that again, doesn't necessarily trigger me, but it just kind of teaches me like, this is something that, you know, you needed to learn. Mm-hmm. Another tri- one. It's so tricky. <laughs> it's tricky. The, the one thing that I think I have realized in this journey yeah. and I'm 34 is I look back and I see now in all the ways I wasn't honest with myself. Mm. I wasn't honest with what hurt me. Right. Right. Trying to be right. tough, trying to like show front, you know, like be resilient. Front, front, yeah. front. Yeah. yeah. And not being honest with myself with that. And then also not being honest with what still hurts, right? What's still, what still is a wound, what still is something that I need, I need to just be honest. And sometimes things take time to heal. And I am the person that I'm like, no, like now, like yesterday, like now let's do it. (laughs) Like, let's get it done. Like whatever we need to do. Let's let's do it. (laughs) Because I don't want to hold back anymore. I hope I'm not overwhelming the mic right now with my my voice. Um, hopefully that comes out all right. Sorry if you're listening to the podcast and that just blared. Um, <laughs> but I think that part of it too is right is being honest with yourself to realize like in what ways have I hidden this from myself? And a lot of times it's to it's to not hurt yourself. Like your body does that even within yeah. your body, your body acts yeah. like that. It stores any, any kind of heavy metals, right? It stores in fat so that it doesn't, it doesn't hurt you and you end up eliminating it. Yeah. So it's our body, even cancer is a natural yeah. occurrence that happens Absolutely. to protect your body from things. It just doesn't know how to, when it gets overwhelmed. And so I think the same thing happens for us. We don't know how to respond or what direction to go when we are overwhelmed on the inside. So the, the big, big, um, maybe encouragement for anyone listening, including myself is to tune in and to be as honest with yourself and to sit with things get triggered, sit oh. with that, like you said, right? Oh, and yeah. go deep and really, really see where does that sit in me? Like I always try to find the anchor because yeah. you will find it. It yeah. can only be hidden by you, Absolutely. even shadows. Shadow work, you don't have to go into some deep, dark yeah. hypnosis, you know, from some old guy with a watch. You you can do it sure. when you're conscious, you know? Yeah, yeah it's just you get a triggered. choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Triggers totally. are the best, best yeah. moment to address oh my God, shadows. Totally. I always say like social media is a great way to address shadows too. You know, it's like, if there's someone that's posting something that triggers you, you know, a belief of some sort, you know, it's like, why am I so angry about this belief or what triggers mm-hmm. me so much about this belief? Or why don't I want to believe what that person has to say? You know, so that's mm-hmm. a that, huge right now <laughs> with everything uh-huh. happening in the world. It's like great way to do shadow work is just like, scroll on Instagram, see what comes up and see if something like you feel tension in your body and see what triggers you. It could be, you know, this influencer that's like traveling the world and making tons of money. Like, what is it about that person that, you know, bugs you or makes you feel like you're comparing or makes you feel jealous? It's, it's honesty. It's, it's true. Cause we all experience it in some way or another, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's really about facing that and being honest with yourself of like, what are some of my wounds and why do I keep repeating certain patterns or why do I have certain thoughts that keep coming up over and over and over again? It's like, and it's, they're not leaving, you know, they're no matter how much I try to push them away or repress them or fix them. Like it's not healing. It's like, what are you not looking at? Mm -hmm. So that's so, so important. And like, you know, it, it hits such a soft spot, my love, because right now I'm going through my Saturn return. <laughs> Speaking of Saturn, this is like, sorry is for mentioning it. <laughs> no, oh my God, like talk about a trigger. <laughs> I'm doing shadow work. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going through my Saturn return. And one of the things that I'm going through right now is like, I'm, I'm really learning to sit with my emotional world, you know, with like my inner world of like, wow, there are certain emotions I never sat with before. Like I never, Mm -hmm. I realized yesterday, I literally spent the whole day crying because I realized I Mm -hmm. never knew how to grieve properly before all of this. Like I'm grieving 
parts of my life, obviously old identities, but I, I started to feel like I was grieving my old breakups. And I was like, what? And it wasn't a sense of missing my exes or anything, but it was a sense of like, I never sat with the pain. I numbed mm. myself. I immersed myself in creativity and work. You know, I did it in a healthy manner, still immer immersed myself in like getting fit, getting attractive, feeling good about myself. The ego, you know, like takes up, takes up space when that happens yeah. and running into a different relationship or talking to different guys or like quickly getting over it and saying, okay, I'm good. I cried for like a month. I'm fine. It's like, no, you weren't. You, that was a four-year relationship with a lot of trauma. You sure you're fine? You sure, you're sure? You're sure? You sure? It's like, it's like, no, you know, and I was never honest with myself about that. And then yesterday I realized that came up for me because I had like the, the night before I had a dream with um, my ex's um, dad, which is it's so crazy. Cause it's like, my dreams are even telling me this whole week I've had really weird dreams. And it's almost like telling me like, Hey, there's stuff that you haven't been honest with yourself about. There's stuff that you haven't healed yet and now it's coming up for me to heal and it's like perfect timing for Saturn return <laughs> couldn't be any better you know like <laughs> it has to come out at some point you know and I think I think it's like again it's all about that honesty that you need to have with yourself and like knowing like did I properly grieve you know did I properly sit with the depression the anxiety the sadness the heartbreak or did I just kind of move through life feeling like you know, toughen up, you know, that, that whole idea that you said before, like toughen up, put up that shell and like, just be resilient, keep going, you know, or, or did I, that front? Yeah. And, and I, and I did, I did put up a front many times in the past. And finally I, I realized like, damn, you know, like this is stuff that I need to let go of. It's baggage that I need to let go of that. Maybe I wasn't ready to let go of back then, back then, but now I am. Mm -hmm. And now it's time, you know, but mm -hmm. again, facing it, being honest and knowing, you know, like how to, to do these things and having the tools and the proper guidance with, you know, a community like that loves you, cares about you or friends or family that you could really rely on. I think that that's like so, so helpful for anyone that's going through anything yeah. right now. That's, that's so helpful. You know, it's crazy that you're going through that. Cause I've been going through that. Get out. So we need to talk to our astrologer <laughs> oh. friends <laughs> and figure out if there's something in the air. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> straight up. <laughs> because I've been having that same thing. And I was even taking wow. a ceremonial cleansing, energy cleansing bath. I'm pointing to my bathroom. Um, for those who are watching, that's where I bathe. <laughs> Why do I have to point? <laughs> um, don't know. You should have a sign. Just a, I should have a sign. Bath is that way. <laughs> so then I don't have to point. I can just point to the sign. <laughs> Oh, yes. I love it. <laughs> so I was taking a, an energy cleansing bath and I got new energy cleansing, um, like salts. It's like herbs and salts and everything. Yes. Love I it. like geeked out at an alchemy spiritual goods store two weekends ago with my brother's girlfriend, Selena, and oh. we bought way too much shit, but it's oh. all great. I'm using all oh. of it. So it doesn't matter. Love it. <laughs> so I was like ceremonial cleansing. Right. And all of a sudden I had all the past relationships, even short ones where, wow. you know, hearts yeah. were, hearts were shared, you know, moments were yeah. shared yeah. and, and I just started to feel the weight of it. And I just thought, look, you might be struggling with past guilt because to you, anything that you've done one, I, I never want to hurt somebody. So yeah, that's like same. a big thing. So if I feel at all, like I've hurt somebody that weighs on me, um, Oh. but also like, did I handle it in righteousness? Right. Like, yeah. was I, am I still in right standing with God? Like, um, too physical or too emotional or too, too, uh, obsessed, you know, did I, did I miss out on something else because I was obsessed with this person and wanted to get into every part of them and get to know them. And, and so I just, I stopped myself because literally my thoughts were going and I was feeling the emotions and I started to want to cry. So I was starting to cry and I just went, I'm starting to cry right now. Started to cry. <laughs> yes. I was trying not to tear up. Don't you do it. <laughs> Don't you do it. <laughs> Don't start. <laughs> Don't you do that. Whoa. <laughs> because, because I think like, oh, 
Yasmin, I'm going to start to cry now (laughs) because I think too, like when you're really honest with your heart, you feel how big your heart is. Yeah. And, and oftentimes that alone can be overwhelming because we are, I think every person doesn't matter how depraved, deprived, <laughs> what else word can I use? Lowest <laughs> of the low. It doesn't matter. I'm like right? crying and laughing. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter because we yeah. all were made with love yeah. and, and designed and wrapped in love. We are in every fiber of our being, we have love in every yeah. single fiber in every single cell because we are made in the fabric of the universe, which is Absolutely. love. The currency of the universe is love. love. The, the world runs on love, right? So I will never not believe that no matter how depraved I see somebody or how the most awful thing someone could ever do, it still comes out of the place of lack of love, right? So when you realize how much you love and how tender your heart is, man or woman, um, it does not matter. Gender fluid does not matter. Everyone, everyone has a tender heart towards other people, towards life. That is just how we were made we were just made in that fabric and in that energy and in that design so oftentimes that can be overwhelming and I think when we realize in the places that we were selfish or self-seeking it doesn't mean that we were like outside of love necessarily it just means that we were focused on what we were getting not giving in a lot of instances and I usually feel guilty of that of like I'm a giver first and that is that is actually the opposite of the feminine of the divine feminine. The divine feminine is receiving energy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I think that's what I feel. It's not that it was right or wrong. It it was that I was outside of my divine feminine energy and I wasn't in a place of receiving. I was more in a place of giving. So, and, and that ebb and flow. Right. But I think what I realized and what I had to start talking to myself in the bath was, Hey, wit, like, that's how I talk to myself. Hey, wit. So you need to chill because every experience that you experience, you were meant to experience and you chose to experience it. Yeah. And you need to let go of any guilt, shame, pain, anything that does not serve you because that doesn't serve you. But what you can take away is the beautiful moments that you shared with these people that you will always keep. What you can keep is, is the exchange of love that you had, even if it was small. Right. right? And, and that's what you walk away with. That's what helps you not the guilt, not the shame, not the feeling like you didn't do it right. Or you didn't end things right. It could even be that. Oh, you're speaking to me. <laughs> you're speaking <laughs> to my soul. <laughs> oh my God. You're not the only one. That's how I feel. So <laughs> that's crazy. Well, the fact that we're both like experiencing that it's bizarre to me because like I, I had another friend tell me she literally is going through a breakup right now. And she's obviously experiencing like that, the denial, the, the grief. Right. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's just, it's, there's so many people that are experiencing that too right now. And it's almost yeah. like, these karmic bonds from the past are coming up to be healed. You know, it's coming Mm -hmm. up for us to look at it and give our forgiveness and compassion to them. Mm -hmm. Um, And like you said- To them and to us. Yes, absolutely. And not hold that guilt. And I think for me right now, I think that that's what was coming up is like, did I do things correctly? Like going back in time, you know, with all my exes, it's like, especially my most most previous one, which was the, the heart shattering one. It's like, did I, did I do that correctly? You know, I, I loved his family. I loved his friends. I loved like, it's, it's almost like this whole bond was shattered. Like everything was broken. And it's like, did I do it correctly? You know, like, was, was I wrong for what I did? And like, you get all the, all these feelings and all these thoughts that kind of come back and it's overwhelming. And it's like, whoa, where is this coming from? Mm-hmm. You know, I mm-hmm. thought I had passed over this already. I thought I had like gotten over that. You know, I thought mm-hmm. I had gotten, I found closure with myself, you know, because it didn't, you know, necessarily we didn't close things off. And sometimes right. you, you don't get to, sometimes the closure is right. with ourselves, like you said. Mm-hmm. So it totally like, you know, it, it totally messed with me yesterday in the past few days. I was like, whoa, this is, this is totally a lot. This is a lot that's been happening, a lot that's going on, but it's giving me the opportunity to heal something that I didn't finish healing before, you know, or right. is that like, there's a cycle that needs to end. 
And this is the only way we could do it is to sit with it, to sit with the grief that's coming up, that the unfinished business that you have from your past and mm -hmm. to allow it to resolve, you know? And the yeah. way you do that is you literally just sit with the, with the emotion and you feel mm -hmm. the pain. You don't ignore it. You don't repress it. Mm -hmm. It's hard. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard to sit with your emotions right. in a way that is safe, uh, right. that doesn't, you don't get swept up and taken away, but that it actually benefits you because right. as you're feeling, I think the key to that of feeling is releasing at the same point. Every yeah. time you feel something, you're allowing it to flow. Yeah. And cause I think that's how emotions get stuck. And we've talked about this cause that's the tantric to tradition talks about yep. that, of that everything flows through you and you don't identify with anything. You actually de-identify with it. And I think right. that's, that's the key for me always is my attachments. And that's how I realize I've lost power because I've linked this attachment yeah. to this experience or this person, um, what happened between us. And I, I feel that I've lost power because I didn't do it the way that I know now I would have done it. If I had known now what I knew, you know, if I could know then what I knew now, <laughs> there we go. I got it. Then I need another spoonful of honey. Um, then, then like I would do it differently. And I, I had that conversation with my brother during my breakup with my ex of five years, nine months ago. And I said, Aaron, like, you know, I feel so much guilt. Like if I had known that it was going to come to this, I wouldn't have started it. I would have ended it before it started. But then again, I'm wrestling because I went through so many things with this person and I was there for them in so many ways. I know that they needed, I'm going to try not to cry. <laughs> oh my God. Here we go. What is the up, works. man? The works. What is up? It's okay to cry. Everybody. It's okay to it's cry. Okay. Okay. I just can't Let's talk and cry at the it. same time. Does anyone else have that issue? And now I'm going to sound like a, like a bear that, you know, got muffled. Um, so, so I went through so many things. I went through death. I went through life. I saw babies born. I saw people die. I was there in the hospital. I, I was there when, you know, family members died, dogs died. Like, you know, you just, you can't, you can't, undo that stuff. And yeah. for me, I, I was like, was that too much for me? Like, was I too over-invested and not being, not being invested back in the way that I deserve to be. And that's ultimately what like led me to walking away was I, I knew that I need a specific type of partner. And it's not that this person is less than of a person or less valuable, less worthy of love. It just means that unfortunately, fuck, we are not aligned. And yeah. it took me this long to figure it out. But I also was going through my Saturn return from the beginning of that relationship. Oh, wow. So, so I didn't know that. I didn't know about your Saturn return. I didn't know that we go through right. this really wild, like time period self. Yeah. Self discovery Intense. and and realizing where things, you know, kind of throwing everything up in the air and then realizing where it falls. And, um, so I didn't know that. So I was like in this whole rediscovery phase, that's when I right. left Christianity and right. I was like, I don't know what I believe in anymore, but I don't agree with this. This doesn't align. I left church, I left right. Christianity right when I was in this relationship. So of course, everybody probably was like, the guy took her away from God, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure like, I'm sure so many, so many people said so many things, but ultimately I just, I look back on that and I have no fucking regrets with anything, right. even the way that we broke up. It's never nice. And I knew it wasn't going to be nice. It was as nice as it could be. And as right. respectful as it could be, but it's never, it doesn't feel good, especially if you've no. been with someone for five years and oh. I made man, girl, like I made promises six months in, I remember I lost it. We went away to, um, to, uh, Oregon. And, mm -hmm. um, went away Portland, Oregon on a vacay celebrating his birthday. And I remember I laid on a bed and I just started crying so hard. And I was just telling him, I just had this moment of vulnerability and telling him like, if you're, if you're like even wheelchair bound, like I will stay with you for the rest of my life. I will never leave you. 
You're making me cry again. <laughs> Dude, but it, but it was honest, right? Yeah. And that's how I still feel about him. Like if I right. saw him and I saw him hurting, I would go after him, guns blazing. I would take down whatever I needed to take down for him. Like I love him wholeheartedly. That has never changed, right? No. And that never changes. And I think that's the thing too. <laughs> I get you. That's the, <laughs> that's the thing too Literally. about love. Yeah. I'm trying oh, to talk to you. So, <laughs> this is so real I love right you now. So much. I know. Uh, that's the thing about love is that love loves. Love never stops. Does it mean that you're aligned with that person and that you're meant to live the rest of your life with them? No. Sometimes not. Sometimes right. it means that you love them for a moment in time and that matters more than anything. And so I will never regret no. any of the words of the promises that I made because they were honest. Right. And I would exactly. never, if I could be friends with him, if he would allow it, I would right. be, I oh, would have absolutely. never, I would have never stopped being friends, but he right. couldn't do that. So, right. so you have to, you have to part respect ways boundaries. respectfully. Right. Yeah. Because right. I want to respect him in everything I do, even the way I talk about him. Right. Because absolutely. he's a good person. He's a good he's a good man. He was a great, great partner in life during those five years. I, I've never felt so supported, but we ultimately weren't in alignment. And so exactly. I think ultimately painful in, to accept it's that, so you know? painful it's to really accept painful. that. So painful. And so I think as we navigate life and you are you know, a relationship coach and counselor. So you get it. You talk with people about relationships. And I think this is such an important point with everything that we do. It's not Absolutely. just in relationships, friendships, co-workerships. It's the relationship that we have with ourselves. That is so important. And that is how you step into your power is you right. step into your vulnerability. If you can't be vulnerable with yourself, how can you be vulnerable with someone else? It's impossible. You can't be. So I right. think that's also where the breakdown happens with alignment in relationships. I have like tears Absolutely. still streaming down. <laughs> alignment, it's like they don't stop. Uh, alignment with, you know, your purpose who you date, who you're with, right. who you partner with, the friendships, the co-workerships, the, um, the colleagues, like you and I are friends, but right. we met as colleagues first right. and you came on the podcast and we started working together. So right. there's so many different things, but the way that we love is, is always going to be authentic. And so if you're that person that has ever made promises to somebody and you feel guilty, like it didn't work out, and I feel like I gave a part of myself to somebody because yeah. I, I promised my whole life. I promised yeah. forever. Yeah. yeah. I think that guilt is what was choking me for months afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. And I felt like I don't, I think part of it too, and I'm going to try not to cry again. <laughs> Screw it. We're already doing it. We're already doing well. it. I knew it. I not, I knew not to <laughs> brush the bottom lashes with mascara and I'm glad I did it. Um, uh, it was for you guys, but it would have been gone by now anyway. Um, so I think part of that too is feeling a lack of worthiness because I felt like I dishonored my word and I dishonored my heart Your when I said those things. Yeah, yeah. That I'm now living outside of my word and my promises and my integrity because I'm a woman Absolutely. of my word and I've always prided myself on that. And right. so you feel out of your power because you feel like I'm outside. I'm outside of what I promised. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh my God. You're, you're literally <laughs> preaching to me because that literally is how I'm just... <laughs> I should hold up a sign saying yes. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God, my love. You're literally speaking to my heart because that's it, literally what I've been feeling with like what's been coming up from my past relationships. It's like, yep. you know, the promises that I made, not just to my exes, but to their family, you know, to their friends. Yeah. So like, you know, that when you, when I, I've always prided myself on that too, being someone who has a lot of integrity, speaking a lot of truth. And like, when I promise something, I really, really, really love following through with that. And I really, I don't want to let people down. And I always want to like, you know, be honest and be straightforward about my, about who I am and the decisions I make. So I think that for me, it was that guilt of like, I, I wasn't, I felt like I wasn't in integrity. And now that I'm such a different person than I was years ago when we broke up, it hurts, you know, and it just really like kind of reminds you like, damn, you know, like that 
like it, it, it hurts that I, I broke my promises. It hurts that I acted a certain way that I would have never, like now I would never do that back, like, you know, back then to the, in the relationship. But it's just, it's so painful to admit that to yourself. It's so painful to be honest with yourself about that. So it, it definitely has been like a moment of like reflection, like inner, inner reflection of like, I've never faced this before, you know, and as, as a relationship coach, I'm constantly immersed in the world of love and romance and relationships. And I, I, this is so new to me to, you know, finally go inward and learn about how I'm grieving after, after a breakup years down the line, you know what I mean? Years later, it's like, I'm, yeah. I'm grieving parts of myself that I had with that person, you know, yeah. parts of myself that now I'm stepping into a new version of who I am. And like, I'm showing up differently now. And back then I was so different, you know, and I was with someone else and it was, it's, it's just so crazy how you, how much you grow and you start putting the pieces together and you start realizing like, wow, <laughs> this is uh, this is definitely what growing pains are. And we never stop unraveling. We continue to unravel. And, you know, it's just, oh man, it's just, it's, there's just so much that comes with it. And it's overwhelming. It really is overwhelming sometimes to, to, to feel that way and to feel everything come up, you know, at the same time. And, you know, I just, it just, it really is, heartbreaking because that's the part that hurts us the most it's the fact that you know we felt like we were out of integrity we felt like we hurt the other person we felt like we you know we shattered them as well you know what I mean and like their family and their the people that came with that package and it just it's so it really is so painful to look at it like that and I feel like we're just learning so much right now <laughs> going through another phase of <laughs> of whoa. grieving yeah whoa, grieving. Whoa. I think too, it's, it's the coming to terms with our humanness Yeah, <laughs> because yeah. we are human. Like yeah. this is part of the human experience. Oh my God, so totally. holding that weight and holding yourself responsible for whatever, even if you weren't in integrity and even if you did something that was selfish or rude or condescending or hurtful, you purposefully hurt somebody even then that's part of your human experience. And so now that you've come to that point where you realize that doesn't feel good, like it doesn't, it doesn't help me. I end up right back where I started. It doesn't benefit me. I don't right. feel good. I feel like total shit. Then you realize. And so then you take steps to move forward and move in a different way with that. And so that's totally fine. And I, I always struggle with the perfectionism. I want, I want to be perfect. I, I want to be perfectly in integrity. I want to always write. Too. And I love beautiful chorus on Spotify. They have a song, I think it's from Mantras of Love, oh. but you guys can look it up. Beautiful chorus. I love them. I listen to them every morning now. They have one song that goes, I am perfect as I am. Oh, and it just repeats. I am perfect as I am. Oh, man, so I, I end up singing that. Ugh. Like it's so good because it real you realize I'm perfect as I am. Am I embodying new things? Am I upgrading? Am I transcending? Am I awakening? Yeah. Yes, <laughs> but I am perfect exactly. as I am. Right. And my design and how I'm made and how I function, right? Because right everyone processes things at a different time. Everyone processes emotions differently. And so yeah. sometimes sitting with it doesn't work. Sometimes right. going on a walk is how you right. process things, right? right? Sometimes sitting in front of water, any, anywhere near water, you need to be when you're processing your emotions. That's yeah. me. Yeah. Um, that's why I parked it next to a pond. <laughs> My <laughs> complex is next to a pond because it's like, I, I need water. I need to go yeah. out there and look at the water and just let it all go. Oh, and my little water sign. <laughs> I, I am absolutely 1000%. 1000 <laughs> water and air. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's part of it. So it's, it's being okay with that, like how you process things and, and in the timing that you process things is going to be different than right. anyone else. And so being okay with that and realizing I am perfect as I am, and right. I don't need to change anything. I just need to be, I just need to be honest. I just need to move from a place of integrity. And even if that has changed now, like now I still love that person, but I can't live in a partnership with them. Right. Right. 
it, right. it's not going to work. Not, it's exactly. It's yeah. we're going to rub each other. We're going to be going in two right. different directions and we're already yeah. experiencing totally. that, you know? Totally. And so there's a like, reason why things don't work sometimes, you know, right. whether it's a friendship or a relationship or whatever it is, like there's be a reason anything. why it doesn't yep. work. And yep. it, it might be painful to acknowledge that, but then we also have to bring in the logical part and be like, well, it just doesn't, it just doesn't work. You know, it's like, and it's not going to, and no matter how hard I try or hit my head against the wall, it's not meant to, at least not right now. That might change for, for you. That might, maybe in the future, like things happen, you know, you never yeah. know. The crazy yeah. things happen. People's stories are wild. Like they, you know, they break up and then they end up dating again, like 30 years down the line. It's, it's crazy. Right. Like yep. you just never know your story, but in the moment you just need to let it go and you need to like uh, allow yourself the yeah. time to grieve and to move through that process and to really step into like, again, your own, in, your own inner power and your intuition of like, what is it that I need to do right now? You know, yep. which way do I need to go right now? Like now I have to find a new path and that's okay. But how can I begin to do that? Yep. I want to ask you how it is that you have, like, in what ways have you tuned into your intuition and how have you found that you hear or hear your intuition or how your intuition speaks? Because I think that'll help people to kind of learn how to tune in. Right. For me, I mean, like, honestly, nature, nature is big for me like trees, yeah. greenery, just being out, like grounding for me, it's like earthing, taking off my shoes and just sitting, like, like laying on the grass, physically walking on the grass. Um, and like allowing myself to breathe, close my eyes and not trying so hard. You know, I think people try to like, okay, I'm going to do this. And I'm going to like receive a download and I'm just going to like try my best <laughs> to tap into my intuition. It's like, no, when we try hard, we're using the ego. <laughs> so yeah. we're probably not going to like learn anything or, or download anything. It really is about allowing, just allowing things to happen, have fun, enjoy yourself. Like, you know, tap into the inner child, be creative, play, those are big ways that we can like really tune in because when we're doing that in that state of play and, and joy and happiness, we get all the incredible ideas. We get all the inspiration and it feels so good. And in that moment, we're like, Ooh, this is, this feels right. This feels amazing. This is where I'm supposed to go. Or this is where I feel I should be headed, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think for me, it's less about expecting and holding on to the idea of like, I have to tune into my intuition and just, doing it, just letting it happen when you're, it does, again, doesn't even have to be in nature. You could be out in the supermarket, but as long as you're like in a place of flow and you're in a place of just like present moment, I'm enjoying myself. I'm having fun. I'm, you know, doing what I got to do in the moment and allowing the messages to come through. That's really what it comes down to. Mm. Yeah, That's good. One of the ways that I do it too, is I start with my body because your body is it, right. It's like one of the first things that we usually ignore. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> and so I tune yeah. into my body and I literally put my hands on different parts of my body and I just sit and I go, okay, so where's, where's tension, you know, mm, where, yeah. um, where am I holding? Where am I clenching? Like for right. the past couple of days, this, my, uh, left jaw. jaw has been sore. And I realized I'm clenching in the middle of the uh, night, probably. Yeah. Um, cause I'm stressed. <laughs> so yeah, I've been yeah. a little stressed lately. <laughs> and so, um, I realized, oh, okay. So then I need to do some more self-care before bed. Like clearly yeah. I'm bringing the stress, stress of the day and the anxiety. Yeah. Yeah. Of the day to bed. And so then it's, it's, it, gonna express itself some way right so exactly. whether it's in your dreams or clenching yeah. jaw and dreams or yeah. any other way right and so I just tune into my body in every part I just kind of go from my head down to my toes down to my toes up to my head and I just see I where it. body scans, everything yeah. is yeah I yeah. do a body scan and I really take time and um and so then once I go there I then tune into my thoughts because right. those are usually a little louder than my emotions because I'm pretty mm. I'm pretty like analytical, uh, close vested or closed, yeah. closed off a little bit to emotions. And so, um, I, I think with my, I think about my thoughts and 
where they've been taking me and, and all of that. And I just allow whatever's going to come up. And I just say like, hit me with it, you know, whatever, whatever needs to burp up, you know, like let it burp up right now. And, and I just sit with it and I go, okay, okay. And sometimes I take notes because I want to honor my thoughts. Obviously my brain needs to unload. Yeah. So there's going to be things I just need to duly know, like this thought won't go away. And so obviously this is something I need to take some time to address, whether it's something with work, friendships, relationships within myself. And then I go into the emotions. Usually the emotions for me flow immediately with thoughts. Mm. So I'll have a thought about something. It'll trigger the emotion. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. But then I allow that emotion. I just kind of take a moment to do that. And then the last bit that I tune into is my energy and just how does my energy feel? How do I feel in this space? How does my space feel? Do I feel funk in my space? What do I need to clear? And that's usually around when I light sage and I start to cleanse sage or Palo Santo. It's whatever I intuitively feel. Cedar, I have dragon's blood sage. It's whatever I feel like I need to do. And then I have incense as well. Um, and so I just tune in and whatever I need to intuitively burn and do like go around of, myself. Right. right? And right. bring it, bring it around whatever I need to right. do. And then also within my space and I'll walk around within my space and cleanse wherever I feel. If I feel like in the bathroom, there's been a lot of negativity on what I look like recently, then I will like sage it up in there and I'll sage the mirror. I'll be like, <laughs> Like when you look at yourself, you see, I am perfect as I am. It doesn't matter what you look like. You thick, that's fine. You thin, that's great. Whatever, whatever you are, right. Whatever you look like, you're missing half an eyebrow today. That's okay. All good. All good. (laughs) You're fine. Whatever you're doing amazing, sweetie. Mm -hmm. You're doing good. You're doing good. So I just tell myself, right. Like wherever it is, I just, I take the time to cleanse. And that's my morning ritual every single morning. I have, since I started my fast 13 days ago, as of this recording, um, I started that. I just really felt the call and I was like, you know what? I do need to do that. So it's been a journey of starting my day that way and dancing. Also, it's not so serious. It's like dancing around Movement. my house with my sage, yeah. you know, yeah. whipping yeah. it around my Palo Santo, whatever it is. That's what know? I do. Dancing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dancing. That's like tapping into that inner child, allowing yep. that to flow. Cause I feel like yep. we're so stifled. <laughs> Our inner child is so stifled nowadays, especially with like the state of the world, the heaviness that we're all experiencing. It's so hard yeah. to play and have fun and look mm-hmm. at things from such a lighthearted perspective nowadays. So it's important to like carve out some time to purposely mm-hmm. do that, you know, try mm-hmm. your best to purposely like carve out time. So you can really, minutes. you know, yeah, 30 minutes, draw, paint, like dance, do whatever it is that makes you feel alive, that makes your inner child come out and soothe her or him, you know, like just do mm-hmm. the thing, do the damn thing. <laughs> do it. Yeah. Cause I think yeah. tuning into your intuition, being honest with yourself, not hiding anything away, but literally bringing everything to the surface that needs to come to the surface is so important because it will come up. And that's the thing, either you're going to explode, you know, I usually say either it's going to be a volcano or it can be a little, a little burp. Which one do you want? Do you want volcano or do you want burp? (laughs) And I go, volcano is really messy. (laughs) Really want to burp. Yeah. Then you got a big mess to clean up. It's like, I'd rather clean up the little mess. Yes. yes. It's kind of like, like, I like to say it like when you, when you're cleaning your house and you like go weeks without cleaning your house, your apartment. Oh, yeah. And then it's like, or you stuff things in the closet and then you open the closet and everything just falls out. You're like, oh boy, I have a big mess now. Whereas if you like every week do like a, a weekly cleansing of your closet and your stuff in your house, it's easier, you know, it's like, okay, I have a little bit, a little, a little bit to clean out and, and let go of mm-hmm. and, you know, throw out and stuff. So I, mm-hmm. I always like to compare that and see it in that way of like, do you mm-hmm. want to, do you want to see a big mess in the closet or <laughs> and you want to be in charge of cleaning a big mess out or do you want to just clean out the little mess? Yep. Yeah. I just want to authentically move from a place of honesty. Like yeah. that's just, I just, I want every response I have to come from a place of an, of honesty with how I honestly feel about something. Cause that's when we rope ourselves into more than we can handle. Right. Totally. We say yes, yes, yes. Or no, no, no. We say no to things. Cause we just, you know, don't want to deal with it. We say yes to too many things because we can't say no. Right. And 
so I just in everything in relationships and wanting a relationship and in dating in yeah. in every way in pursuing a spiritual text and really going hard in your journey whatever it is yeah. like I just want to move from a place of authenticity and not ride the waves of other people and what other people are excited about or right. stirred up about. Um, right. I, I just want to move kind of to my own drum beat, you know, yeah. like my, yeah. my own rhythm. I, I want, not that I want to be alone in it. I just, no. I want to just be authentic. Cause I think I'll end up like as a leader, which I feel like we all are leaders in, it could be in just the circle of your right. friends. It could be in your family. It could be in your, your community, lineage. your world, <laughs> yeah. your lineage. Yeah. Like that is all we, I mean, we are, right. We're all, it matters how role. we all live and exist. And so I always say like, it's not just for my leadership abilities or because I want to make a huge impact on the world that I want to live this way. I want to live this way because I just want to move from a place of authenticity because then I will feel good in every decision. And then in every moment that I'm bringing things up that I'm healing, I will feel such goodness and safety. And like, I'm on the right path, even if it hurts, I'm doing what I'm meant to do in this moment, how I'm meant to respond. I am naturally responding. And I think that's, that's ultimately the goal. Yeah. And you're flowing, you know, which Mm -hmm. is always what we all want is we all want to flow with life. We don't want to go against it. We don't want to like go against the current. We want to go with it, you know, and it's so important that we tune into that for that reason. We want to be able to flow. We want to feel like, you know, we can handle daily day-to-day challenges and things that get thrown at us out of nowhere, you know, like, because we're flowing. And like you said, even if it hurts, even if it's painful, I know that I'm supposed to be here at this specific time in life in this moment. And I'm, I'm moving through it, no matter how painful it might be, no matter how much I may not want to be here in this moment, or I don't want to deal with this specific thing, but I'm doing it. And I'm, and I'm following through, I'm following through with my soul's Mm -hmm. plan. Mm -hmm. And feeling safe. Yeah. To be powerful, to step into your power and your authority over your own life and not giving that away to anyone or anything is also what is part of being honest is being unafraid and, and not easily moved from that place of no, like I have the right to do what I feel and to move in the way that I feel and respond in the way that I feel. And I think when we're authentic and we're honest, it, it always comes from a place of love, even if it's our truth or if it's not nice to hear, it's still being done in love because it's coming from a place of authenticity and openness because you've Absolutely. already been open with yourself. So therefore you can be open with someone else. Yeah. Um, if they've hurt you Huge. or if they're doing something you don't like, or it feels disrespectful, yeah. um, it's communicating in a way that is open and honest because you've been open and honest with yourself. And so it really just guides everything we do. Yes. Right. And it's just, it's everything. Like, how do we even wrap this up? Because it's, I know (laughs) because we could go on and on and on just how important it is. And yeah. And I think we've given uh, quite a few practical steps on how to tune in and how to step into your inner power, but it's just not being afraid to say what you feel and to say what you believe and what's truth for you in love is where we need to be at all times. Absolutely. Absolutely. Where we need to be, because that's how the world is going to shift. That's how the world's going to change. That's how we're going to bring about a new age of love Mm-hmm. and light and, yeah, totally. and usher into that. Yeah. Cause we're in the age of light apparently right now. Yeah, so that's why yeah. darkness is being exposed. That's why the, you know, powers that be are being brought to, to the limelight and are being exposed for what they are. Yeah. And, and so we're in that age of light and mm-hmm. it's said that I think law of one raw says you right. may be able to see the age of love really matter how people change and like what what people's decisions are globally as a community as a collective it matters how we all step into our power and step into love step into honesty with ourselves first it starts here if we can't do it here we can't do it anywhere else and just by me shifting within myself I raise the vibration all around me 
Yes. I'm infectious. Right. Yeah. That's exactly. what I believe. That's what I yes. keep saying. Damn <laughs> right. I love that. <laughs> yes, you are, boo. I'm like, yes, I'm infectious. Are. Right. And so yes. are you. And so it's like, if I'm like this and I can right? like, have you ever smiled at someone and them not smile back at you? Like, even when they have a straight face, I personally haven't ever had anybody right. not smile back, even when yeah. they looked away. Totally. Right? Totally. Like kids yeah. do that all the time. Cause they're like, yeah. oh, like I don't know what yeah, yeah, they get they awkward, get but they still kind of do that half, like, but they smirk. You know what I mean? They smirk. They yeah, at least smirk. They yeah. give you a little. And they still something. look at you. Yeah, they still look at you. Totally. You can't not influence people, right? Yeah. yeah. And it matters totally. how we feel as a collective. So if we, if we begin stepping into our power and we begin tuning in to our intuition and how we feel and living from a place of honesty yeah. and, and empowerment. Mm. There like, isn't anything we can't face, right? Exactly. There isn't anything you can't do. Absolutely. There's no, you can be guided and not have a single shaman speak to you. You don't have to do a single plant medicine, right? All Literally. of that leads you to that place. You don't need right. anything outside of yourself to you tune don't. in. Totally. They're all great they're all, tools. They're all tools. Yeah. And it's great. There's nothing wrong with them. But right. if you can tune in, then On you, your own. Yeah. yeah, you're good. Yeah. Then that's like, that's inner power. That right there is inner power. Cause you don't need external things to tune in. Mm -hmm. You know, like if you use them, that's wonderful. If they help, that's great, but you don't need them. You know, you you just need yourself. You need, um, you know, that power to be able to speak your truth and step into your sovereignty, which, you know, it's the, the, the word of the (laughs) word of the year, (laughs) word of the era, word of the era. Like it literally is stepping into your sovereignty and, um, knowing that you carry a lot of power, that you are a co-creator and you're here to make ripples of change, to make massive, massive waves of change. And like you said, wait, you said it perfectly before, like we can't do that outside of ourselves unless we address it first inside. So mm-hmm. that's, I think right now, what we're all going through is yes, like there's a lot of light that's coming out because there's so much darkness that, you know, is, is, is being expelled from the collective but that's also happening in our individual lives. So that's why all these like karmic bonds, these karmic contracts, these things that no longer serve us from our past are coming up to be addressed. And it's coming up for us to like, all right, done, healed, ready to move into a new era with like, you know, completely new identity and a transformed way of being, a transformed way of thinking. And that's really what the goal is right now. It's for all of us. It's it's Mm -hmm. individual as well. Mm -hmm. Yep, so good. Mm-hmm. I know. I'm just like, this is, this is a total therapy session. I love, I love it. I love it. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> I love you too. Thank you so much for taking Thank the time you, with me, with the Soulish community. Oh. It is always such a privilege and an honor to have you Miss Sunshine over here from New York. On the I podcast. love you. Oh, I love you. And trying to bring as much sunshine to New York as possible. Because <laughs> you can use it. And you can it use can it. Use it. <laughs> I love you. Thank you so much, my angel, for having me on and for the community. Like I love your community. And I just I'm I'm just so blessed and honored to know you and to keep this friendship going strong. And I know mm-hmm. it's it's gonna be strong for years and years to come you know, and I'm I'm so excited for that. Same. I can't even say anything after that. (laughs) I love you.